102. Older men and women teach younger men and women. Christian teaching is built on maturity, not celebrity. Gray hair, not star power, is the guide for leadership in the church. But intoxication with star power is not the only obstacle that sabotages the church's obedience to the leadership commands. Obedience is compromised by simple ego. We want to bask in the spotlight rather than sit in the audience. We are more anxious to preach and share than to listen and absorb. Every subtlety implied by the old teaching the young goes against the grain of modernity. Everyone is in a headlong rush to be heard, to promote one's cause, to speak, to entertain. Everyone wants to teach, but few want to be taught. The podium, the spotlight, the pulpit, the speaker's chair lure and pull the immature from the moment they leave their knees as newborn Christians. How many in their twenties, thirties, or forties Go to those Christians in their 50s, 60s, and 70s with the words, I want to learn from you. Will you teach me what your years have taught you about walking with God? I want to sit at your feet. More likely, they are announcing in the church newsletter, Hey, everyone, I am starting a group, a study, a ministry. Come and be led by me. Come listen to all the wisdom my few years with the Lord have taught me. I keep a photo at my desk of five men. I am standing in front, a youthful forty-six. Behind me stand my dad, two pastors, and my youth leader from early college days. Three of the four are mostly bald and gray. It is a visual image I treasure. I gaze upon it every day to remind me of my roots. How fortunate I was to have such men in my life and to have been able to gather them all in one place on that memorable occasion when I had dedicated a book to them. My father and spiritual mentors are all gone now, but their legacy lives on in the influence of their character in my life. I, too, was caught up in the rush to change the world by the time I was thirty, anxious to write, to share, to teach. How thankful I am, however, in the midst of my immaturity, that I had the good sense to learn and glean and be mentored by those four men. On the shelf above that photo stands a handful of books, the names on whose spines remind me of my literary mentors of faith, men whose ideas and writings, more importantly whose characters, have guided and molded and influenced my growth. Joining the four men of the photograph through their books are George MacDonald, C.S. Lewis, Thomas Kelly, Frank Laubach, Henry Drummond, William Barclay, and the writings of a few others, Thomas Kempis, Francis Schaeffer, Brother Lawrence, Glenn Clark, and John Woolman. On another bookshelf, I also keep a treasured set of Bibles passed down as a precious legacy from my grandfather my father-in-law, and my mother, all links in a mentoring older-to-younger legacy that I value and treasure. All these serve as practical daily reminders of the great truth that the old and wise are to teach and influence the young.
these men and women are still working the strength of their example and character into the soil of my spiritual being. I look in the mirror and now see that my own head is covered with gray. I am as old as the men were when Judy stood behind the camera to take the picture of me with my four mentors. The years race on. I am as old as MacDonald was in most of the familiar photographs taken of him. I have already outlived C.S. Lewis by five years. In spite of my own advancing years, however, these will forever be my elders in the faith. I will continue to honor them and learn from them, along with what new elder teachers it may please the Lord to send me. If one should ever come to me and say, I want to learn from the wisdom of your years, I would merely point to these and say, First learn from these men. Bid the older women to teach what is good, and so train the younger women. Titus 2, verses 3 and 4. Elders, tend the flock of God that is in your charge, being examples to your flock. 1 Peter 5, verses 1 through 3. You that are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another. 1 Peter 5, 5. From the Commands of the Apostles by Michael Phillips, read by Michael Kimball. More information on this and similar writings may be found at fatheroftheinklings.com. Visit Amazon to purchase the Commands of the Apostles and other books by Michael Phillips.